At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Did you know that this new movie by Pixar is all about me? That's right. They asked me all kinds of questions before they made the movie, and so pretty much the entire thing is about what goes on inside my brain. I've been thinking a lot about the Olympics lately. Because you want to be Olympics. an athlete? Did you see the, the – we talked about it a little bit on the show this morning. Did you see the full list of the sports that they're thinking about adding to the Olympics? I never looked at them entirely myself. I know you mentioned there was baseball and softball and um... – <laughs> Those are the only memorable ones. Wow. Mushu was fun. Mushu That's was, like, an, was a little bit mind-blowing. Yeah, it's kind of like a martial arts like uh, stunt person. They have like swords and it's highly choreographed danger. Yeah, yeah. There was one that we didn't get a chance to talk about that didn't make the cut called Corfball. When you have a name like Corfball, you know, I just immediately want to know what it is. So we found a, a little clip that shows us what Corfball is. So it's like a Corfball promotional video. Mm-hmm. And right away, I was arrested by all of what was happening. It's so much audio. It's so much video. And I was like, this has got to be something from the 80s. I think it actually is from the 80s. Are you going to play it? I'm going to play part of the music. This is the very, <laughs> very beginning of this. Of this. It sounds like an exciting game. It's not a game. This is real life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can we just use that for our background music now? I think, I think we should. So it looks like a like some sort of basketball hybrid type of game that people are playing on some sort of court. Something happened in this video that really bothers me. Can I talk about that? Oh sure, go ahead. So, Eventually we'll do a show, but go ahead. Okay, we're in the we're officially in the pre-show moments. Apparently. Uh huh. So this is a promotional video for a sport. Uh huh. So you got sporty people that you're watching. Right. But. Sporty people do something with like to each other that I don't understand. Okay, okay, tell so, me. Okay, so I know you got the high fives, the butt pats, right? No problem. Okay, this is the one where you go body to body, full on front chest bump like uh-huh. connection, but your hands connect like as if you're doing your hands are over your head, straight over your head. They connect in an upper high five, and then the hands sort of link together and then simultaneously like <laughs> rainbow style down while you're having full body contact uh-huh. i don't understand that i don't understand why this is a sport thing so it's like again you're jumping together boom your your chest touches uh-huh. your hands touch above your head and then they also stay touching like you're playing mirror or something right yeah it's like a high five and then you bring it down I don't understand that. Well, but what do you under? I mean, do you understand anything about like sports greetings? Like they're all a little weird. 
right? I mean, what makes that one any more weird than, you know, the fist bump or the the weird combinations that players do where they're like fist, then elbow, then shoulder, and then they shimmy shake, and then, you know, they tap the inside of their heels and... I I think it's the full body contact. (laughs) This is pretty much what it would be if you were laying against each other standing up. We should call it, we should call it like a, it's not a high five, it's like a hug five. It's like... It's like a there's like a waterfall sort of effect going on. <laughs> it's a it's a rainbow high five. Yeah. Something like that. I think that could probably describe it, but I don't like it. Is what I'm getting. What at. is it that you don't like though? Like I don't understand like where the negative emotions okay. are coming okay. from. Okay, I'm identifying it. Uh huh. Um, I don't want anyone to touch me like that. <laughs> Nobody do that to me. If we're ever playing a sports game together and you come up to me and then you want to like do a full body bump with me, mm-hmm. first of all, no. But then like like touching sweaty palms overhead and then carrying it down in this rainbow style, very uncomfortable. Mm. So verbals are enough for Danae. You can encourage her. You can do like a good job, thumbs up and clapping from a distance. I think it would accomplish the same thing. So next time our families are playing a card game or something. You know, Don't and you that. want to celebrate, you know, with Justin. That's not happening. On the flip side, if you want to get rid of me, <laughs> quick way. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, you ready to shoe a dough? I'm ready to shoe a dough. We should do that. Um, we're going to do a random tandem today. It's that time, kind of in the process of things. Haven't done one of these in a while. Random tandem is where Danae and I come together, and one of us shares a story, and then the other one shares a story on the same topic. And today... <laughs> Today, you can even share maybe your story on the same topic. How about that, Danae? We have um, decided to go ahead and say out loud that we have a phone number you can call and interact with us live if you'd like to today. So we preface this with like a, a million prefaces. Uh, one of That's them too many. Is that too many? Let's just do Pick one. one. Then. <laughs> how about this one? We're not prepared for this. Like we don't know how this is going to work. We've never like we've tested the phone line, but it's a whole different thing being on a live show and then somebody calling in and then having to answer the phone and it you could know. be one of the most awkward things we'll ever do on the show awkward amazing all those wonderful things in addition to that there's always that possibility that whoever is on the other end of the line is just highly inappropriate (laughs) although we're sure that our loyal listeners (laughs) wouldn't call to disrupt a show that's something only i would think of yeah um there is that possibility as well you know we don't we don't have fancy delay system where we can kill it before you know somebody decides to be inappropriate. So um, we do ca- we can't hang up though. We do have a hang up absolutely, ability. and and also the ability to ban that phone number Ooh. as well. So you know, I like if it being does able happen, to ban. <laughs> I, I'm today, serious. I today. do. I'm like, no, you didn't follow the rules. You go over Today's there. Like you suggested that that high five rainbow thing was going to be cool. You're banned. banned. <laughs> You're out. Um, no, so here's the phone number if you're ready for it. It's 844, it's toll free, 844-DNA-SHOW. 844-DNA-SHOW is our phone number, um, and that actually has numbers to it too, which I think is 844-362-7469. There you go, 362-7469. We should write that down. <laughs> That's a, probably a decent <laughs> idea. It is listed on our website as well, which is com. So, and if you're listening live, thank you guys for tuning in to the show. You can chat. If you've got Mixler up on your screen or your smartphone and you're listening, you can always join in the chat room and chat along with us during the show. If you're listening or streaming from a website, like our website, com, thank you so much for spending time with us. 
And then for those of you who are listening later, we really appreciate you and your comments that you've been giving us on iTunes. We had a brand new person leave a comment and rate I our show. I saw that. Thank you for doing that. So we really appreciate that. Uh, and I should also mention, you can call that number anytime. Uh, even if we're not available, there's a little answering message there and you can leave your story or your comment. If you've got anything you would like to ask us or talk to us about, you can leave it there as well. Um, and we will listen to those and take those into account. But today, during the show, we're going to try to answer your call if you call uh, at the appropriate time, which is not right now because we're starting into our random tandem stories. Random tandem. So here's what I thought. We have recently been on vacation. We took a week off last week. You may have noticed that the podcast wasn't live last week. Uh, there were new episodes that went up. Well, archive episodes that we you know, kind of recorded some new stuff with that went up in the feed last week. So if you don't subscribe to the podcast, you may not have seen those. Uh, and those were a lot of fun. But we are back live after a week off. And so I thought I would share um, or that we could share like stories you know, from our vacation. Only if they're exciting, Aaron. Not boring ones? Can't share a boring story. Um, okay, well, then then you may have to go first. Whatever. I have to rethink. Your life is exciting. <laughs> we had our friends in for vacation, and that includes eight adults and 17 children staying in our home. So, yeah, things were exciting for this the week. This is why I was not allowed to come into work, because <laughs> our studio is in Aaron's storm shelter in uh -huh. his basement. We have, like, this bunker. Live. From the bunker, deep in the heart of the Ozarks. Yes. Yeah, that's where we're that's at. That's so good. <laughs> Thanks. So I couldn't come in because there were people everywhere. Yeah, every single room was full of children or families or whatever. I had to stop by at one point in time to do like just real quick, kind of uh -huh. an in and out thing. I don't know that I've seen that many people ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to concerts. No, nothing like that. I was, I was at, you know. There were kids everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was like a camp at your house. So here's the story I want to share. One of the days we decided to go to an amusement park, uh, and my kids wanted me to come on a very particular ride with them, the teacups. Yay! You want to know why they wanted me to go on the teacups? Because they wanted to see you get sick no because they wanted me to spin the little teacup uh, because they know that i can spin it really really oh. fast and they wanted like that fast yeah. teacup experience so uh i get on the teacups and i'm getting ready for this experience and by the way first thing i decide to do is to uh, periscope it I'm just like that's a great idea you know i'll turn on live video for my kids, you know, and kind of get them going through this whole thing. So I turn on the Periscope and I'm interviewing them, you know, before the teacups take off or whatever. And then I'm realizing a couple things. Number one. One. I'm going to need both my hands to spin the teacup. Like, <laughs> I'm not, this is not, this is not an easy thing to do. This is when I would insert mm -hmm. Periscope and google glass that's what i was thinking brilliant idea there has to be like google glass is kind just of just made a developer millions is is moving into a new Ugh. like thing like they're developing their next level or whatever but hands-free with periscope would be brilliant google glass and periscope is a match made in heaven i think but uh we'll see i, I don't think they have anything like that that exists i apologize because that totally just derailed your story so there you are on the no it's fine and you're Listen. wishing you're wishing that your google glass existed because then you could use both your hands and record but you don't have that you just have your phone there is no derailing on shoe the dough 
It's okay. all just crazy. The derail is the rail. Okay, that's <laughs> <laughs> what we do on this. All right, it's that's just the freedom. That's talking. the permission. Um, so yes. So number one, you cannot periscope and do the teacups at the same time. So I'm like, ah, what I do. And number two, I am getting a dirty look from the person in charge of the ride. Sure you are. Because apparently. That's dangerous. Electronics are not good on any kind of amusement ride. Apparently, it could fly out of my hand and like lodge in something and kill us all. Especially since you have a note. You don't even have like a little phone. You have like this massive computer phone. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It could be a projectile for sure. So in in that moment, I'm like, ah, so I can't do this. So I, I closed down the periscope, put my phone away. That was a bummer. But then I'm like all into the action. Now I can like get that teacup like moving. So I start doing this thing where I'm like gripping the teacup. Like you grip as far around the little circle thing in the middle as you can. And you just like crank it above and then you get the other hand going and, and my my kids are helping me get it going real fast and we're getting the teacups going and then there came a point in the movement where I'm getting it going so fast that all of a sudden my kids couldn't help because they can't get their hands forward from the gravitational pull. Like they cannot move their hands to the center to hold on to the little thing. Aaron is attempting to create a new <laughs> universe. Its own gravity. It was it was intense. And the looks on their faces, like I couldn't tell what was the gravity distorting their faces and what was the sheer terror and fun <laughs> distorting their faces, you know? And like where the terror ended and the fun began, you know, and where the fun ended and the terror began, like I could not make any of those distinctions because it was so amazing. So instantly reminds me of the different rides I've been on where a centrifugal force keeps you either against a wall. Yes. Or you're strapped into a bigger one where it tilts on its side i love those so much but so the real- not very many people like them oh no they're a blast but here's the realization i came to after we're finishing up uh after we're finishing up being done with this this ride the realization i came to is i'm getting too old my body is having reactions after this thing that i was not prepared for i was not ready for the nausea and the headache and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I thought I was giving them an experience, but apparently I was giving all of us an experience to remember or not remember or whatever we so choose. That's a bummer. It is. It stinks because, you know, I've lived my whole life loving stuff like that. And all of a sudden, like something's changing. And I think they say like your inner ear liquid or whatever, like starts to go away. Like Turn the older you get. mercury. <laughs> You can no longer balance, but you can tell the temperature. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. So uh, that was kind of a bummer of a realization, you know, but it was a fun, fun day and a fun experience overall. My most recent major letdown Uh at a... Is this your story? Are we branching off with major letdowns at theme parks? I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Tell the story. I went to a theme park in St. Louis and it was like walking in and just... I felt run down. It felt like it wasn't loved very much. Mm. And at first, I'm like, well, maybe it's just because it's the opening of the season. But then, like everything, just kind of kept feeling weird. And then I'm on the, I'm on these rides, and the worst feeling you can have, let's just say, on a roller coaster, okay, is when not only are you not having fun, but you have so much time to look around and judge <laughs> how how it's made. 
So all of a sudden, like, man, there are a lot of rusty connecting points on yeah, this ride. Yeah, that's not something you want to see. Wow, that makes me uncomfortable. What else is going on? I do believe that bolt is missing. Oh, my goodness. I'm pretty sure that this headrest isn't, like, colored this way. This is just 50 years of people <laughs> sweat that have made it... Like, oh, my face is, like, close to people sweat. Like, lots and lots of it. Like, the headrest has, like, the outlines yes. of, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people's skulls. It was like that throughout most of the rides. But I had one in particular that was just so disappointing and it was so jerking. It just jerked me around and it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a fun jerk around. It was like a, like, I just, it, like, hit this weird bump and then my neck's popping out and <laughs> it was just... I'm like, man, usually I don't think this has ever bothered me before where I feel like my body is just being whipped around in the wrong way. And then I got off and I was so, so frustrated because I'm standing there beside this roller coaster and I'm feeling all out of whack. And I'm I'm like, you guys could have fixed the bolts (laughs) at least and maybe it would have been a smoother ride. You could have oiled the tracks. I got I got spoiled because I went on a really, really great roller coaster in Dollywood, like a, some sort of eagle type one, where it's all electromagnetic. That's the one in Gatlinburg, right? In Tennessee? Yeah. It mm-hmm. was the smoothest ride I've ever experienced. It was magnetic? Yeah. So it was some sort of new type of track where it was almost like a hover it roller coaster? It was yeah. <gasps> well, you know the speed trains that they're building? Same type of thing. Yeah. But for a roller coaster. Wow. And so, I mean, the dynamics of it were That fin- didn't scare you? Anytime you decide to strap yourself to like <laughs> metal flying through the air or wood, depending on the ride, right. you know, and then it's going to go upside down. You you're kind of just having to give over a part of yourself. I was like, I can't think about <laughs> I this. Just, I, I don't just have comprehend to go with the it. physics. I just believe in them. I loved it, though, because it was so smooth. Wow. So that was like the last roller coaster I rode. And then the one following it was a couple years later and such a horrible, horrible experience. It's a kind of a reminder that all rides aren't created equal. You know, it's like uh, you've got wooden roller coasters and steel coasters and now apparently electromagnetic coasters. And if you go on a wooden roller coaster, you can expect to get jerked around. Yes. You know? They're just they are just they're so bumpy. They are so bumpy because they're made of wood. OK. <laughs> They're, they're not, the seams are made of wood. They both, they expand I try not and contract. To, I try not to think of that when I'm on a wooden roller coaster. It's like wood breaks, like wood splinters, you know? Well, think about your house. Like I've it's carried a piece a of wood and piece, pieces of it break off in my skin. That's how fragile it is. You know, I get splinters. That doesn't happen with steel. You need like melt, you know, you need like super heat to start to distort steel, it feels like. You would need gambit. Yes, or or one of the X Men. Yes, today Gambit. Not Gambit. Sorry, he's the one with the cards. Yeah, well, he puts. Well, Gambit Cyclops. could do it. Cyclops could do it, but Gambit could also do it because he transfers energy into things oh, that he that's touches. True, that's how he does so, the cards. That's how he does the cards. He puts the energy in the cards. I forgot and then, that. Yeah, so that absolutely could happen. So I'm thinking we need to get a screen closer to you, Danae. Today keeps standing up to read your comments. I love seeing the comments, but they are so far away from me, and I can't read them very well. Oh, I am loving all the comments. Can't you see them on your phone? 
if I logged in. <laughs> oh, that's the easy solution. You just make sure it's muted. Uh, we really do appreciate your comments. And um, if you have a amusement park or ride story or something like that you want to leave on the uh, on the message, you can do that. It's 844-DNA-SHOW. Or maybe we'll answer a live call for the first time if somebody decides to call. Who knows? Um, I went on vacation, too. Yeah. Did you want me to did you want me to tell you about that? Oh, oh. Remember that time I said make sure it's muted? I did. Oh, okay. There you go. Didn't mute properly. But now I'm going to click on chat. Yeah, go ahead. To click on chat? I Uh did. Good. (gasps) Hi, the BDG. Hi, Elbow Fanatic. Aw, Danae feels connected to you. My friend. (laughs) My digital friend. My vacation was a forced vacation, as I said earlier, because I could not come into the studio. Yeah. So I had to take time off which was at first very difficult for me. Yeah. So the first half of my vacation was spent hanging out with friends I hadn't seen for a while, going with the flow, having nothing on the calendar at all. How did that feel? I loved it. Yeah. It reminded me of when I used to be a massage therapist. That's kind of how I operated. I'd have clients that would call and, you know, right the last second so you just kind of go with the flow it's like oh yeah i thought i was going to go across town and go to the bookstore but now i'm going to go you know take a left here and go back and work on somebody well that that so, fits your personality yes. too you love that i love that so that's my favorite but, but you were worried about it to begin with like you didn't want I, that to be honest i did not feel like i needed a vacation right i loved being in the studio i i, I love what we do i right, felt me like too. getting into a great groove we were working really hard the week leading up to it but I still didn't feel like I needed to just like stop and rest or anything. So it was a very interesting moment. Don't you feel like in some ways those are the best times to stop and rest when you're not when it's not desperate? Like you're not yeah. desperate to rest, but well, you can get rest anyway. On the other side of it, I totally agree with you. And I think that maybe scheduling some time throughout the year where I know I'm going to take a break in yeah. another few months or something. Yeah. Even if it's just like for a long weekend or whatever would be a good idea. My favorite part of my time off happened in the latter half of the vacation when I went to go visit some family. So that was fun. I got to spend time with my mom, my mom's sister, and my mom's sister's partner, Sue, and their son, Colton, who well, – I'm sorry, Colt. He's going by his middle name now. Thorson. My apologies. Ugh. Thorson. That nice. cool name. Yeah. That's re- that's really interesting that you would forget that considering that's what you do. Well, and I feel bad. So my first name is Jennifer. My middle name is Danae. I've been going by Danae for many years now. Right. And they all switched over effortlessly. And I can't seem to do the same for him. So I apologize. But but I got to spend time with them. That was so much fun. I really had a good time. I we went to Iowa and stayed at their house, which was like really relaxing and got to meet like First, see where they live. Never, I've never been. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go see where they worked, and then I went to go see where they like to have. That's cool. You know, like the restaurants they like to go to, and I was living in their world, playing the games that they play, and learning new games. I learned how to play Buffy, the card game, which is kind of like Magic: The Gathering, but like it's all to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Interesting. That was a very intricate game. I ha- played a game like that with X Files. And I think I still have my X Files collectible card game cards. They do and, tournaments for stuff like that. Yeah, I doubt the X Files one. I don't think it took off, but I had a lot of great cards. I had some ultra rares there with was some a, really great powers. There was a tournament that my aunt went to, and I think if I if I remember correctly, she's ranked the top female in the nation right now for in Buffy? Buffy. Yeah, no, for real. That's amazing. 
So learning from her was really intense because it wasn't like, okay, now you roll the dice and you move three. (laughs) It's like, okay, you're going to do this, but you got to be thinking that not only is it night, but I'm going to be fighting first this round. And then you've also got to think about, like, there's just all these It's like getting your first tennis lesson, you know, from like John McEnroe or something, you know, or your first golf lesson from Tiger Woods. Only it's it's all strategy. It's all mental strategy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think I prefer over physical activity because tennis and me, eh, well, sorry, I totally checked out. You said tennis I and I was just I was like, like, what? Oh, wh- whoops, I went into the <laughs> physical realm of competition. <laughs> Danae is gone. <laughs> she no longer believes the metaphor, the comparison. It's over. Yes. Somebody, wow. Somebody asked if there was a black oil card. Uh, no, okay, so let me tell you what just happened in my brain when that was asked in the chat. Um, in my brain, I was like, oh, somebody else plays. And then I realized, oh, no, they probably just watched the show and mentioned something from the show. The BDG yes. asked, too, is the trump card was bees. Um, the trump card know. was bees? I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't remember that from the game. I remember I had the smoking man card. And, uh, That's that kind of how in. this game was set up. You know, like you have the characters from the show, mm-hmm. and then you have things that they would have gotten in the show, and you're in locations We from had the a show. playing mat that mm-hmm. had places for all your cards and pieces, and you had to, you know, restore health to agents and do different things. I was and... very, very impressed. Yeah. We also played Settlers of Catan, which I've played before. There was four people playing. Guess what, when the person won, guess what everybody's score was when the person won. I don't won. even know how that game works. You have to get to 10 points. Um, on Settlers of Catan. 10, 9, 9, and 9. Yes. Did I tell you that already? No. <laughs> no. That is that the most is so logical. That is the most logical score for the right way now. you asked that question. Okay. Maybe I set you up, didn't know it. Yeah. It the was only amazing. Other, the only other logical answer would have been 10, 0, 0, 0. That would be the only like comment worthy kind of finishing score. You're too smart. <laughs> You're too smart. <laughs> Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about band uh, before we kind of head into our next section. Wanted to do that a little bit. You can plug in, give us some music in the background if you want to. I also wanted to. to tell you about something else that happened on my vacation, though. Well, maybe we'll save that for our next segment. Because next segment, but I want to tell you now. But next segment is is um, ketchup and mustard, so we'll we'll save that for them. So, what are we talking about then? We're talking about band. I don't know band. So we talk about this uh, app quite a bit because it's our favorite communication app oh, right now. Oh, but it's exciting right now. You're going to want to tune in for okay, this. so here's what happened. The guys at Band messaged and said, listen, if you can get 200 people to join your band, we will give you a phone to give away. So we can either give away iPhone 6 or a Galaxy 6. Wow. But we have to get 200 people to join in the next week. Week. By the end of the month. By the end of the month. So we invite you and your friends to join. We will have the giveaway just for the people in our Aaron and Danae band. Where are we sitting right now? Somewhere around 30? Yep. Okay. Yep. So we've got a little ways to go, which is fine. It's just fun. If we could hit this goal, it would be so cool to do a giveaway because we've done giveaways for selfie sticks and t-shirts, but this is straight up an iPhone 6 or a Galaxy 6. Yeah. So it's a brand new techie thing. And so we would love to be able to do that for you guys. So here's what you need to do if you want to get in on uh, get in on helping us get to 200 and give away this phone. Is you go to band and register for the Aaron and Danae band. So is that, they can't, is that band.com? Do they own band.com? What do they, like if they go online? Do you remember what the website is? Yeah. Pretty good information to know. 
I mean, if you want me to tell you, I will. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's www.band.us. .us. That's yes. what it is. So band.us. And you go there. You can there. just search for Aaron and Danae, um, and you can find us and join us. And then simply invite your friends, so that way you can get people in. And then as soon as we have uh, 200 new people in the band, that means new people that have never downloaded before. So throw in your friends to the mix, and yeah. we'll give a phone away. And what's really cool about this is, um, and I wanted to mention, actually a great question in the comments about if it's different from the Sift Pop band that's at band. And yes, it is. Sift Pop is just general culture. Aaron and Danae is more specifically about us and our shows and what we do. Although they are very nice in counting people. So we'll just do a little summarization here in a week. Just invite your friends so we can give it away. Yeah, absolutely. So here was the other thing I wanted to mention about going on vacation, and that is that my aunts introduced me to a trivia game that is so much better than Trivia Crack. Really? It is. All right. Well, that game tanked for me after a little while. Yeah. Like it just got to where I was like, okay, Rolly Wheel, yes, that's monotonous, and things just kind of got monotonous. Most games do, though. I think most apps, you know, get a little bit monotonous. The The key is if the monotony is still fun. Well, Quiz Up is the name of this app, and it's for both iOS um, and Android. So it can be on either platform. You may already know about this, but just a heads up, if you like quizzing games, they have all kinds of different things you can sign up for. So like, Aaron, there's one that's for Pixar. So you can take quizzes Ooh. just on Pixar, and then you gain points inside of different like categories so you could become basically the best at pixar all across the yeah, world or in your region or alfred hitchcock yes and also you can make your own quizzes as well so like we could do an aaron and danae or a sif pop quiz things like that Ooh, what would be a so. question on the aaron and danae quiz Ooh, i think it would be like what did danae actually say out loud on the podcast and then like <laughs> quote one of my really really embarrassing things that i keep saying you could you could pick as many answers multiple choice answers as you want for that one and none of them would be unbelievable <laughs> like you could not come up with something I, so unbelievable that I, danae might not have said it yeah i yeah <laughs> i have a yeah all right we'll we'll count that as your first uh of three ketchup and mustards that we're doing during this section i just named it ketchup and mustard yeah what's what does that mean now? so we have <laughs> been away for a week on vacation and we haven't done a live show in a, a while so we need to catch up oh cool so when okay friends, so yeah that's one of mine for so sure. when friends catch up they have things that happen those kind of things that they kind of want to catch up on and okay, what's yours so my first of my three since you mentioned pixar is uh while we were gone I went and saw Inside Out, which, by the way, we'll talk about more on Sift Pop on Friday. Friday. We're going to talk about that. Um, But I loved it. And as I was coming out, they were dissembling the Inside Out, like, stand-up that they had in the theater, the display, and, like, throwing it in their dumpster. And so I kind of went out to my car, and then I just kind of sat there and acted like I was doing stuff while they finished up. And then I let them get inside. And then, of course... I went over to the dumpster and did some dumpster diving to see what I could, you know, get out of it. And I pulled out uh, the anger character, the sadness character, the um, disgust character, and the giant inside out, like, stand-up thing that is literally, I'm going to say, nine feet tall. Like, it's folded in half in this room right now. And it's probably four and a half feet tall. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's probably a nine-foot-tall display. There's no place I have that I could fit it without it being folded in half. But you have it. But I have it. 
But the most amazing part, and this is the part I wanted to share uh, more than anything, I walked up to the dumpster. And if you've seen at least the previews for Inside Out, yeah. so you know the visuals of these characters. Right. The, the little sadness character with that really sad look on her face is hanging out of the dumpster. Like, <laughs> just like She's like begging, like, please, somebody save me. It was the saddest thing. Highly recommend that you go to Aaron's Periscope and look in his feed. Uh-huh. Because you actually video recorded after you snagged it, mm-hmm. and they're in your car. I was driving around. That with, was so funny. I was driving around with anger as my uh, passenger. For real, <laughs> not just so, not just metaphorically. Yeah, so you can check that on my Periscope. But that's that was one of mine. I, I enjoyed that and enjoy having those. And now now they're here. So you know. All right, my next ketchup welcome. mustard. Uh huh. I've got one. Yeah. All right, Clash of Clans. Apparently, it's all about apps over here. Uh-huh. Clash of Clans is one of my favorite games to play. There's been some crazy Clash drama happening. Ooh. So the leader of my of my clan, like, it just got so weird for him to play this game. He's mm-hmm. like, I need to take a break. So he throws leadership at me, and then he just, like, is gone. So all of a sudden, I'm leading our clan on Clash of Clans when before this... All I had been was like moral support girl, uh-huh. just doing my thing, warring when I'm supposed to war, and now everybody's got questions, and everything is shifting and changing, and we're trying to do all this stuff, and then he leaves, and I'm the new leader, and it was just this mayhem. Wow. That's so, like real life. It, it, it was one of those moments when an app becomes way too much of a time suck. Uh-huh. Like all of a sudden, you're like, I have seriously been putting out fires on this game for like two hours and I have a life to get back to and a career to get back to. So I managed to give it back to him when he came back through a few days later. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah going to give it back. So I take a gaming break because I needed one. And about four days into my gaming break, maybe five days into my gaming break, I check in with them. I'm like, hey, how's it going? He left again. No. This time he gave leadership to another guy. No. <laughs> Anyway. He wants out. He is having a hard time. That is, that is way too much like real life. Like, listen, I go to play apps to escape, okay? I don't I don't want to go into my, my app world and have to interact with other human beings. Like, I, I escape, you know, by playing Candy Crush and different right. things like that. So to go into, like, that is just one more reason I will probably never play Clash of Clans, because there are other human beings involved. And that's the thing, and you do have to organize the human beings, because part of the gameplay is warring with other clans, which means you have to be somewhat organized, which means you have to be able to communicate, which means you need to have people that are willing to listen. So it does get, like you know, like an emotional investment does creep in. But this one is one where, like, it it's been a very interesting thing to kind of interact with. So that's yeah. one of my catch-ups. Oh, no. Your Ugh. turn. Ugh. I was just like, Ugh. That would give you like, yeah, all I don't, of a sudden like, it got too, too responsible. I've got, a, I've got enough like in my own household, you know, with kids and, you know, trying to keep people, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing to have to, you know, do that on an app as well. So, do you have another one? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. My second one is something my friends and I do every time we're together is we bring up some crazy piece of, you know, video or pop culture that none of us has seen and then we stay up late watching it. And 
four years ago, it was the Glee project of all things. It was like, you know, we all got into it and we stayed up to like six in the morning, like binge watching the entire season. So this year, the one I want to talk about, there are actually a couple, but this year, the one I want to talk about is called Kung Fury. And my friend Brian brought this to us. None of us had ever heard of it. You maybe have. It's available on YouTube, different things like that. Although before you go click on it, I would say... Rated R. It is definitely rated R. And that is that is kind of the the gist of the whole thing is it is like it's 80s, over the, top. over the top action, kind of crazy um, kind of thing. Like there's just like your mind is blown thinking like... How do you even think of this kind of stuff? And so it's like half an hour long, and for the whole half hour, we're just sitting there, just minds blown that somebody would take the time to like put this together. It's like it's as if they recorded it from like an '80s VHS cassette. Like it has tracking and that kind of stuff issues on it as well, but it's not. It's something that was created to look that way, and it was just like it's a reminder to me that when you enjoy the people you're around, anything can be an experience, you know, because when, when I'm with those guys, even something this stupid, this silly can be like, you know, a memorable experience kind of thing. So that was, that was one of mine. I enjoyed that very, very much. I'll bounce off my last catch up, my third catch up for, uh, today. I'm going to kind of bounce off of like an R rated experience. I read an incredible book on vacation and here's how I read it so quickly over the course of two days is that it is a um, it's done by a cartoonist and so she's doing this thing as she writes it and it's called Fun Home and she is narrating a story and then there's pictures of the panels like of what's going on so it's like a graphic novel yes okay and then inside of you know these little cartoon moments or these little comic moments is potentially more dialogue happening hmm. in that particular scene so you have three different elements of storytelling happening on one page. You've got the visual of what you're absorbing from what she's showing you in the picture, the narration above it as you're kind of going into that next thing, which may or and it all like is just painting this really deep picture. Hmm. And then potentially conversation as well, like I said, in, in the little things themselves. So it was one of the best reads I've ever had. And it is, it's called a tragic comic, a tragic comedy Tragic comic, tragic comic is what it's called because it's kind of like this. It's an autobiography of her life, hmm. kind of how she became to be the person that she is. But this mystery surrounding her father and the things that she both related to him about and found out about him later. So it's totally captivating. So it's wow. called Fun Home. It's actually <clears throat> uh, just won a Tony for Broadway. Oh, it's on stage? Because it's t- now turned into a musical. Oh, interesting. And it just won. Wow. So it's very, very good. It's it's interesting, you know, we both talk about these experiences and they're experiences that if we had uh, created them, certainly, you know, would have been a little bit different. You know, maybe we'd have tamed down this or that or that kind of thing. But what's in- what I find interesting about this is there are so many perspectives and um, outlooks in our world and that everybody has kind of a place they're coming from. And so you look at a, you know, a comic like that or even a stupid movie like the one, you know, my friends and I watched. Right. And it comes from someplace. It comes from a real person, you know, who has something they want to get out, you know, creatively. And that's well, just and that's really thing, interesting to is me. She is this really prevalent uh, person, especially um, in certain communities. I can't remember 
what publication she worked for off the top of my head. But anyway, she's really well known. And her artistry is really developed from her relationship with her family growing mm. up, specifically her dad. She's really relating to like how much of who she is today was shaped from him. I, I mean, it's so complex and yet so simple at the same time that you can read it over the course of just a few hours or you can go back and you can reread and reread. I mean, it's a very, very smart and very intellectual. So I, I would the, recommend that one. I pulled the Wikipedia up on uh, Fun Home and it looks like she actually, for the panel she drew, she posed for every single panel she drew. Every single character, she took a picture of herself posing and then drew for reference from her. So like even the characters that weren't her, like this one I'm seeing looks like her her dad maybe and is in like a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. She and it has the picture of her in the suit and tie. In the suit and tie and then and then she drew it. So it, I guess it took a long time to do because she actually well, before, drew from pictures. And before moving on to your final ketchup and mustard, I will also say that she gives these really beautiful like little Easter eggs inside the picture panels themselves Mm -hmm. of things that she never references in text, but is referenced maybe in the play or is referenced because people know her more and they'll know like a certain book or a certain picture or a certain like whatever has extreme significance but isn't really highlight. So it's like it's a really, I, I'm I don't know. I just, I haven't been captivated by a, a book in a while, and that yeah, was, that was really sounds like it really got to you. What's your final ketchup and mustard? So I wanted to talk about the other thing we stayed up late, too late watching, and that was a TV musical called Gallivant. And I am going to have Danae watch this probably. We may talk about it on a Sift Pop coming up. This was whereas I can't fully recommend Kung Fury because of the content. Gallivant is one of those where I think it aired on ABC. <clears throat> it's not, I wouldn't say it's good for all ages, but it's not rated R. You know what I mean? Like the the difference, like yeah. some of the content that they play off of with the musical more mature is more something. mature. But, you know, as far as the language and violence and that kind of thing, it doesn't have the same thing. So there are eight episodes and they're 20 minutes long. And what I loved about this is it is not only itself a, you know, um, kind of, do you know what Camelot is? Where it's like the Knights of, you know, King Arthur. Do I know and what Cam- <laughs> Have you heard of this place called Camelot? No, the musical, the musical Camelot. No. no. Okay, so it's <laughs> so it's kind of take a takeoff on that because it takes place in the medieval times, but it turns everything on its head and it breaks the fourth wall every chance it gets, and it's very tongue in cheek, and yet these songs are so cleverly written. Like you just listen to the lyrics of these songs, and you're like, it reminds me of how you would listen to something that like somebody wrote on the Simpsons, like a song that somebody wrote on the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. You're just like, that's so clever and so fun. And every episode is full of them. So I, I really, and Weird Al makes a cameo in it as well, which I should mention because I love him. So I would, that is one I can say if you are a, you know, a mature adult and you want some, you know, enjoy musicals and those kind of things, it might be one that might be fun to, to check out, to find a way to watch. An additional notation from the BDG said that he felt that the Gallivant uh, tried too hard to remake Monty Python, but it was good for a few laughs. Oh, and interesting. Albo Fanatic agreed, well, at least said that he had heard something similar, he or she. Yeah, uh, Elbow Fanatic is a he. Hi, he. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, a little ketchup and mustard. Yeah, so did you have, oh, you already did your third. Yeah, I Oh, started. that's right, you went first. Yep, you went first. so we're good to go. Let's talk a little bit about Sif Pop, because it's going to be, or is... 
I should say, its own podcast now. Sift Pop is our show now on Fridays. We used to do a segment called Sift Pop strictly about, uh, you know, pop culture, movies, TVs, all that, TV shows, all that good stuff, music even to a certain degree Mm -hmm. on Sift Pop. And since our fans have allowed us to go two days a week now, yeah, Sift Pop is on Fridays, and now it's its own podcast. Yeah, so every noon at Friday, just like every noon Did you want me to play music now? Oh, go ahead. Here, I'll play it. I did it. I pushed the button, guys. We're here's one of the reasons we're uh, we're looking for an easier way to to play sound effects and music on our show rather than having to switch this cord back and forth. It's a fun operation to try to figure out. Yeah, for sure. So back to Sif Pop. So yeah, so what we'll be doing is on Fridays at noon we'll be going live, and now Sift Pop is also its own podcast. So if you want to go to iTunes, it's available on iTunes. I, you know, I just checked. Uh, or, <laughs> I just checked. Or you can go, uh, you know, go directly to the RSS and insert it into your podcast feed. That kind of stuff. Um, we don't have it up on Stitcher yet because I haven't signed in to uh, put it up there. But just search for Sift Pop, and you should be able to find it uh, wherever you do your podcasts. And that way, you can subscribe directly to the pop culture part of what we do. Now, those episodes will also be in the Shoe the Dough main feed because it is a Shoe the Dough production. So I it's feel kind of like, like at some point what we're going to do is we're going to create an interactive follow along with our brain thinkings on our website. So mm-hmm. you'll get to kind of see the goal, of course, is to get to five days a week for Shoe the Dough. And if you'd like to help us do that, you can certainly support us on Patreon with a gift, monthly gift of whatever you want to give. It's yeah, like three bucks. Three bucks is where most people start. Ten is another kind of popular one. And when we get to our next goals, we'll actually be adding more days per week. So right now we're on Tuesdays and Fridays. And, of course, the long-term goal is to go live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we'll do a specific kind of podcast each particular day of the week. And each of those will be available in their own podcast stream. But Sif Pop is the first to break away. <laughs> it's the first one to stretch its little wings and fly. Long-term, too. We're interested in what you want to talk about. Uh, long-term, we're, we're seeing Shoe the Dough Podcast Network as a place where anybody can come. And uh, we can help you get your own podcast you know, going and on the air. And that's long-term. You know, Kind of the long-term dream is for this to be a place where, like I talk about, creative people doing the thing that's on their heart. You know, so I'm, I'm excited for the future, you know, where, you know, we have all these different voices doing the thing that they love to do on Shoe the Dough. So on Shoe the Dough. <laughs> all right. So, uh, boy, man, this hour is going fast. We've got uh, just one oh, more it's segment already left. 1246. I know. We've just got the one segment left. But you know how we have to end our random tandems. With a one-word story. Are we doing a one-word story of for real? Of course we're doing a... It's, it wouldn't be a random tandem without a one-word story. Okay. So one-word story is where we go back and forth one word at a time with no idea of where this is heading. We try to keep it centralized to a topic. So if you have a topic and you're listening live and you want to throw a topic our way, now is the time to jump into Mixler and get in the chat to tell us a topic. Or you can tweet us at Aaron and Danae on Twitter we will see it, and we'll go with whatever. Throw out a topic comes out. for the story. We would love to uh, to bounce off of whatever you got. So just throw it there in the comments, and uh, we'll go <clears throat> one word at a time to tell a story. We had um, so while on vacation, and all of Aaron's friends were here. Mm-hmm. We were all doing like a little podcast piece together. Yeah, which is we why recorded I had to pop something. Pop in yeah. and run over here yep. real quick. So it was. 
Aaron, his three best friends, and myself all gathered around in our little bitty room uh-huh. doing a show. And at one point in time, Aaron says, okay, let's try a one-word story. <laughs> the fear in everyone's eyes was like, what you know, are we I, doing? I forget that you know there is something very intimidating about it. I remember the first time we did it, how scared you were. Like, you know, it was like, what are what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to say? And it's like, no, this is just like, this is like a subliminal. There are so many opportunities for me to just mess something up, though, and I was really terrified. Now I think the messing up can be fun. Mm-hmm. It all just becomes and, part of it, right? Yeah, it all becomes part of it. So we're, uh, we did we get anybody mentioning anything? No, no topics suggested yet. Okay, so what topics on your mind? Well, we talked about vacations. You know, going on vacation so we could go there. We could talk about amusement parks or amusement park rides or, you know, what do you want to land on? Roller coasters? Let's try roller coasters. Roller coasters. One word story about roller coasters. <clears throat> it. Once. What? It once? Okay. <clears throat> Was. Common. To. Go. On. A. Roller. Coaster. Without. Even. Having. Any. Headgear. <laughs> but one day many years ago, this uh, rowdy hmm. boy rode a roller coaster without headgear. You know, I'm just going to pause this story. <laughs> I'm going to pause for a second. <laughs> When considering all the terrible things that can happen with, with by not wearing headgear on a roller just, coaster, we just told that story in two sentences. <laughs> okay, we're done. That, was, that doesn't that really that was good. That doesn't need any more. The <laughs> end. <laughs> we don't want. There's no need to get graphic. About That's what our happened. shortest one word story ever, but I think we made the right call because I think yeah, it was yeah, going to go. Wanna... <laughs> it was going down the wrong way. <laughs> Well, that leaves us a little bit of time, right? We've got 10 minutes. Do you want to do another one? No. <laughs> no? No. Really? Really. Okay. Well, what do you want to do in 10 minutes then? Well, over the course of 10 minutes, I'm hoping someone decides to call. Oh, interesting. Well, that would be a very awkward and boring show waiting what for if, somebody to call. What if we just were totally silent Uh huh. and didn't do anything? No. No. We made cricket noises. <laughs> if I knew how to make cricket noises, I would make cricket noises. <laughs> You're right. You don't know how to do <laughs> This is... What does this sound like? That's about as close as we're going to get. All right. Here's here's the flashback I just had. Oh, that was closer. <laughs> no. No. What... <laughs> Like, I'm trying to stop you with my eyes because my only other thing I can do is, like, reach out and, like, smack you. The BDG <laughs> says it's a cricket mowing the lawn. Yes. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I was having flashbacks to going to the nature center. They had this, like, little section over in the corner where you would go into this cave and they would uh-huh. show you, like, a little uh, animatronic type. This is what a cricket sounds like. This is what happens whenever, you know... a squirrel jumps out of a tree and then would like have all these little pitter patter sounds and then would turn all the sounds on at once so that you hear the sounds of nature mm. it was like you were doing too many things that were all happening in nature mm-hmm. yes that was my nature noise have you ever been to the nature center before Mm-mm. no i do as much as i can to stay out of nature 
That is like, true. I the indoors. This was my common theme on vacation. Here's something else we can talk about. This was my common theme on vacation. <clears throat> oh, we're going outdoors again. <laughs> it's like even if it's in the car. Yeah, I just like really. Can we just like stay inside for a go? day? Where, oh, amusement all... park, a water park, an oh, amusement park water again. Parks. Water pa- parks are the a regular worst. park. Play baseball outside. Ugh. Water park sounds by far the worst. If I was going to rank them, they're all not my preference because I too do not like to be out in the sun. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If water park is my least. favorite. I don't know if it's the sun as much as it is, is the people. Like you know, just like interacting in public is just like my introverted tendencies. I just get drained. You know, to have to smile and acknowledge and. <laughs> You sound like a horrible person. We yeah, need to stop you kind of do. We need to stop talking about this stuff. This is kind of like whenever there was a helmet and a roller coaster. <laughs> you just sort of see where it's going. You're like, maybe, <laughs> maybe just stop this story. Right? No, but you're right. It is It is difficult because you feel like when you're in public, you have to be on. Yeah. And that means that you can't relax in your brain a little bit. Right. And as an introverted person, that can be draining. Yeah. So I don't want you to feel like it's bad because not everybody can do what I do and tap into some sort of like eternal energy. You're crazy. You like when you're in public, you go into people's lives like purposefully. (laughs) Like you like you will meet somebody for the first time and just like go deep with them. And I'm I'm sitting there going, you know, when we've done events and different things, just going. How does she, how is, who, how can, and I just, I'm amazed. Yeah, it's part of my personality. However, I do enjoy my solitude as well. But I think it's because I had different backgrounds. Like when we went out, my mom and dad, our family, Mm -hmm. it was always just, we knew no strangers. My mother traveling with her over this weekend to go see my aunt. Uh It's very evident. They'll just talk to anybody. You so know? it comes from your parents. Yeah, I think I learned it from them because there was never any fear of just turning to the, your neighbor, you know, maybe in a, in a booth right beside you at a restaurant and striking up a conversation. That's just something that I was always witness to. I don't know. I, I hear stories of when I was a kid that I would go, like, just sit in a stranger's lap, you know, at Disney World or whatever. I mean, my parents tell a story of me just going and hanging out with people. Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> maybe, maybe when I was a kid. I just, I had enough of it. And yeah. I just don't want to do you it You had anymore. your fill. Something like that. Also, the BDG says that this is exactly why he's not calling into the show. <laughs> makes sense. Because not everybody is the extroverted person. Right. But we do want to encourage you guys, if at any point you want to interact with us, even if the show is over, you can always comment, you can always get a hold of us, you can always let us know what's going on in your life. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. You can uh, call 844-DNA-SHOW, or you can absolutely contact us at uh, through the iTunes app, different things like that, um, and just leave comments and rate, subscribe, all that kind of fun stuff uh, there at the app. Oh, you're playing the outro music. Yeah, I found it. it. Is it time? It's time to wrap up the show, which kind of stinks. Hey, if you know of anybody who likes to listen to the show and they also like to blog, we're looking to connect with some people that might be able to help us do some post-show blogging. You're welcome, Aaron. Or post-show jogging. No, (laughs) nothing outside. I agree. I agree. Jogging can technically happen inside. However, motion of most kinds like workout is just a big no for me. I totally understand. But if you like to sit down at a computer and kind of blog a little bit, let us know. 
get in hold of us at AaronAndDanae.com. You can leave your information there. You can email us, AaronAndDanae at gmail.com. Lots of information there at the website for you, including ways to support us on Patreon, find all of our podcasts, find our live radio shows. It is true, we do a lot. And there's many ways to connect with us. We just want to make sure that if you feel like hanging out, saying hi, that you're absolutely assured you're welcome to do so. And we encourage it and would love to talk to you. And also, if uh, the BDG, we've got prizes here sitting waiting for you. So yeah, if, BDG. if you want to let us know how to get those to you, uh, just hit us up on Facebook or somewhere like that. And we'll we'll make sure that we can, can get those to you. Please plug b- band for those of you who are listening. We still have a few days left, even if you're listening to this in the week that we released the podcast. We've got the end of this week, the end of this month, rather, to try to get 200 people to join us on band. So if you have a few friends and everybody kind of jumps in and starts to add people, that means that uh, when we do our giveaway, it'll basically be like a 1 in 200 type chance to win an iPhone 6 or a Samsung Galaxy 6. Could it's a be brand fun. new phone. So we're really excited to be able to do that. And thanks to Band for sponsoring that giveaway for us and for believing that we can hit that goal. I'm curious to see if it'll happen. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. I hope it does. And now, since we've got about three minutes left... Danae has agreed to do her version of Cricket Noises. Danae, go. For three minutes. Continue, please. Cricket. 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 How is that? That should be the mascot for a website. Cricket. Cricket. And you just see it with the logo. Cricket. Cricket. I'm sorry. Now the cricket is joking. Yeah. I like mine much better. You did a much better job. No. You do yours too at the same time. Oh. Cricket. Cricket. What just happened? It's like you're about to take off. I don't know. We'll catch you on Friday. Bye, guys. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.